This is episode 94 of the Dear Discreet Guide Trouble at Work podcast. This episode is titled, Remote Working Fails. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dear Discreet Guide Trouble at Work, where we talk about work, working, and how to make work better. If it's work-related, we're on it. Who knew talking about work would be this much fun? I'm Jennifer Crittenden, a former CFO and host of the show. And thank you for joining our quest to improve our workplaces. Let's do this. With so many people working remotely, I thought it would be fun to talk about remote working fails today. And the first one that comes to mind is a classic that took place uh, back in 2017. And if you haven't seen it, you should uh, stop now and go check it out. It happened when a commentator for the BBC was working out of his home office, and they were talking about something very serious like South Korean geopolitics. And suddenly behind the professor, the door opens to his office and this uh, young person in a yellow sweater comes totally bopping into the room, just totally cutting a strut as she walks up behind her father, completely visible on the camera. In fact, the BBC host says something about, "Um, I think maybe uh, one of your children has just walked into the room. And Professor Kelly tries to kind of subtly push her out of the frame. But uh, Marion, it turns out that's her name, is having none of it. And so she's just standing there, uh, very self-confident. <laughs> behind her comes barging into the room as a, a toddler in a walker who also joins the party. And at this point, Professor Kelly is having a little bit of a harder time maintaining his composure, although he makes a valiant effort. And then suddenly <laughs> entering the scene, Third in line is his beleaguered wife and uh, the kid's babysitter who comes crashing into the room, grabbing the children and hustling them out, hoping also to stay off camera by staying really low to the ground. But instead of that working, it just makes the whole scene look completely farcical. And at that point, the professor looks both beleaguered and also highly amused. His daughter, Marion, went on to become an internet meme. The video went viral, and the whole world fell in love with self-confident Boppy Marion. And in fact, they had a press conference with her (laughs) in which she appeared in a trench coat and pink eyeglasses, and she became a meme that people labeled that eventually in her career she would become president of Earth. There is a video that's been made called A Video Conference Call in Real Life. And this one uh, isn't actually real life, but what they mean is that they have replicated on screen with people all together in one conference room what actually happens when you're on a conference call. So the first person comes in announces himself to an empty room and no one's there. And then he waits and waits and finally, ding, another person joins the call or in this case enters the room. And then of course, 
all the typical things that occur on a conference call happen there. They talk over each other. There's confusion about who it is. There's a lot of checking about, is somebody on the call or somebody else on the call? Meanwhile, other people keep entering, bing, so-and-so is here. More confusion ensues. Eventually, the first guy starts the meeting, but then, bing, more people keep joining late, and there's uh, confusion. Some people can't get on the call, and so uh, they're all trying to give him information about putting in PIN or access code. People are leaving, and bing, coming back into the call because they got dropped. Meanwhile, the poor leader is trying to hold this meeting. Um, But then you can see all the problems that technology poses us with people dropping in and out or going into echo mode or they talk and no one can hear them and then it turns out that they've muted themselves. In some cases, some people should have muted themselves and didn't, and so you can hear the dogs barking or coffee being made. Uh, Just an amazing amount of distraction and confusion. At the very end, the leader says, okay, Beth, will you uh, type up the notes about this meeting and send them out? And then he says, uh, even though those notes will only show that this meeting didn't really need to take place after all. And she says, yes, as as always, I'll do that. And then somebody else says, thank you, Beth. And then it turns out there's been somebody on the call the whole time that they weren't even aware of. It's a really great demonstration of the problems that we have in conference calls, both technical and also human, and why conference calls often are more confusing than they should be and perhaps could be accomplished in a different way. And I'll tell a personal story here. I was on a conference call yesterday that had quite a few people on it, and it was surprising how many of these problems we had, even though we weren't trying to create a funny video. One of the funnier ones of which was that one person uh, kept talking very loudly and asking the organizer if she could mute me. So she's she's saying really loudly into the meeting, I can't find where to mute myself. Can you mute me? Finally, the organizer said, yes, I can mute you. Click. And then we didn't hear any more from that person. But we had the other usual problems that people don't understand their technology. Uh, They're trying to see whether or not there's a way to use chat or not use chat. And just all the problems that we have. Now, I am hopeful that during the days of corona, that some of these kinks might get worked out because we will become so much more accustomed to using remote conferencing technology. And so often it happens that people figure it out, but then they don't have a reason to use that technology again for a long time, and by then they've forgotten. So it's possible that the coronavirus will help us work out some of these kinks. I certainly hope so. Here's another dog story for you. In 1990, uh, NPR's political analyst and correspondent Koki Roberts was taping a session from her home studio when her dog Abner began barking and uh, was demanding his breakfast. So he became quite a celebrity, and that blooper, so to speak, drew a lot of attention, which I think is interesting to think about why when we have these moments of insight into somebody's personal life, how that can be 
quite heartwarming and really draw us closer to that person. Uh, and I would say that was true for Professor Kelly and his daughter, Marion, also. And I noticed recently during these days of corona uh, that people have been commenting on social media about things that they see in their colleagues' homes that surprise them. And in one case, after one of their colleagues had shared their screen that showed the files that they had on their computer, she noted that one of the files was marked in all capitals, DIVORCE. I complain a lot on this podcast about how poorly we manage in-person meetings at work and how inefficient they are and uh, how irritating they can be. But one of the reasons that they can be inefficient is because there does tend to be some chit-chat at the beginning and at the end of the meeting as people socialize either while they're waiting for the meeting to get started or after it wraps up, they have a chance just to uh, touch base for a moment in a very human way with the people that they work with. And one thing I would caution us as we move to more and more remote working is not to forget about that, even if it's a little awkward, maybe even to say, you know, can we all just stay on the line for a couple minutes after the meeting is over and just check in with everybody, see how you're doing. Uh, do you have any family members who are sick? Just so we do retain some kind of connection with our colleagues. I think that is really important. And that's something that even though it's great that our meetings can become more efficient, we don't want to lose the opportunity also to have that kind of connection, uh, even if it's a bit uh, contrived because of the way that we have to do it. Another funny thing that I see happening is that as spouses or partners are working together at home, they can overhear each other kind of in work mode. And I always have found that kind of amusing for myself when I've seen family members or friends at work and sometimes how different they can be, right? Their work persona is kind of different. And one woman commented on Twitter, she said, it turns out I'm living with one of those, let's circle back to this guys. And then she says, who knew? If you've been listening to my podcast, you know that there are sometimes strange things that happen as guests have peculiar noises or sound effects on their computer or devices that uh, uh, enter into the podcast. Uh, there have actually been a couple of people who have this strange sort of sprawling noise that comes up periodically while they were speaking. And then sometimes you know, because you're so focused on listening instead of watching, all of the sounds get very emphasized. Like sometimes you can hear people kind of banging and crackling and thumping, and you're thinking, what on earth are they doing? And then, of course, you know, we all have all the problems that you have when you can't see each other, so you talk over each other, and then you have the, oh, no, you go ahead, no, you. And then, of course, because you're listening people's verbal mannerisms become very also noticeable. So if somebody has a particular uh, tick or uh, something that they do with long ahs or 
sounds, uh, all these mouth noises, and of course you focus on those. So it's all very distracting and not really helpful. Uh, But if we can keep in mind that these are kind of artificial circumstances that we find ourselves in, then we can be uh, more forgiving and eventually get less distracted by those things. Another weird thing that happens with video conferencing is that because most people use the camera on their laptop and then have the laptop sitting below them with the camera looking up at their face, you get this weird distorted view of their faces as well as a really good picture of their ceiling or whatever is high on the wall behind them. So this one woman posted a picture of four images of her colleagues on video conferencing, and one of them looks kind of like a lizard, uh, sort of barely in the frame. And then another person looks like some kind of a weird fish with like these huge lips, and somebody else (laughs) looks like kind of a weird gerbil thing with the light shining down. So it's sort of this frightening uh, torture scene. So one thing you can do if you care about that is to raise your camera up so it's more looking directly into your eyes or even looking slightly down at you, and then you won't look uh, quite like a creature from outer space or some other species. Back to dogs. So some dog posted on the internet, The human has been working from home the last couple days, and every so often they let me participate in the video calls. All the other humans cheer when they see me. I'm the only thing holding their company together. (laughs) Sometimes it does feel as though dogs really smooth over some rough patches, as well as babies, right, or small children. Uh, Sometimes our relationships with our colleagues are much improved when we get to know their children. Somebody else says, uh, video call tips and tricks for working from home. Uh, First, everyone wants to see your cat. No, seriously, why are you pushing your cat away? More cat. What if we just did a call with your cat? There's another funny video. This isn't quite remote working, but a person was in a meeting, a public meeting, in which they had remote microphones, and he left uh, the dais and went to use the bathroom and didn't turn off his microphone. And so his bathroom activities were broadcast back into this public forum. And one of the poor participants was trying to keep it together, but she couldn't help but start laughing at some of the sounds that were coming out. And of course, then they all had to put on a straight face when he walked back into the room. So another one of those live mic problems, but uh, a little more embarrassing than most. Some people are commenting on how strange it is to have your spouses be able to hear things that you say in meetings. And one woman said, "Uh, it's a strange WFH universe now when your partner can say to you, you know, I agreed with what you were saying in that meeting this afternoon. And it goes without saying, you would hope, but maybe not, uh, that when you're on a video conference call, you might want to warn your partner that he should not walk past the camera butt naked in front of your whole team. And we've all had the coworker who forgets that her mic is live and begins to reprimand the dog, the cat, or the child while still on the conference call. So you are treated to the sound of her disciplining her pets or children. Or she might start 
caressing or baby talking or uh, petting her, her animal, again, forgetting that her mic is alive. One woman pointed out that when you're qu- under quarantine, you can no longer end calls by saying, okay, gotta go, because there's nowhere to run to. One person said she was on a teleconference and her Google Home answered a question that somebody on the video call had asked, unprompted. She said, I nearly jumped out of my skin. And to lighten the mood, somebody started a Reddit thread that said, uh, okay, parents that are working from home, tell us what funny things tell us what funny things your kids are doing, but call them your coworkers. So now in your work life, instead of being surrounded by these professional educated people that I hope you're working with, instead now you, <laughs> you have these demons, these uh, children and little people. And so one person writes, my coworker spent 30 minutes savagely eating an apple, then threw the remains on the floor. And then another one says, I have an older coworker. She keeps complaining she doesn't have enough work to do and she's bored. Another one, my coworker crashed her car into my wife's toe and spilled coffee on our new area rug. My coworker climbs into our bed each morning at around 4 a.m. It says, My coworker wakes me up at 6 a.m. by whispering, can I watch Netflix if I get dressed? My coworker, after going to the bathroom, decided to immediately get up, crawl across the floor with her pants still off, laughing like crazy. At least we don't have coworkers like that. Here's a different kind of fail. Somebody says, I work with many remote workers, and they keep jokingly saying stuff like, need to put pants on. He said it was very, it was funny the first few times, but now it just puts bad images in my head and They've posted a picture of Lumberg, remember the terrible boss from Office Space, saying, yeah, if you could stop making jokes about working naked. One person reported that it saddened him to have to officially report the first working from home workplace incident. He said while he was taking a quick yoga break, the cat attacked his hoodie drawstring and scratched him across the face. He has an image here. It's actually a surprisingly bad cut. And so he's put up a chalkboard in his daughter's room that says zero days since the last lost time accident. Several people are reporting that they've discovered that their chairs are actually too dangerous to be used as working from home. Uh, So yeah, you might need to check that out. And I've been hearing more about this from my professor friends who are being asked to uh, do all this teaching online. And so some of that requires them to make some videos. And of course, you know, that's a much harder task than it looks when you see the finished product. And so some people are posting like the videos that they've attempted to make and then their cat walks in and totally wrecks it or the phone falls over various other problems. Uh, So we're asking people to acquire a lot of skills in a short period of time that they just might not have already. And bless the people who are trying to work with infants or little kids at home. Uh, One woman who's a nurse is meeting with her patients online, and she writes that her client's kids are having background conversations with her kid while the mothers are trying to talk. I am hopeful that this kind of imposed change will allow us to think more creatively about changes that we can make to our workplaces that will make them better. Uh, One person points out that, you know, doing work by video conferencing turns out it just proves the point that 
we actually don't have to wear suits and ties in the office in order to get our work done. And it's an interesting observation. Somebody else is suggesting that maybe we should just do video conferencing calls and just put our pets in place of our faces, <laughs> which might be, <laughs> which might be a, a different way of looking at our colleagues. It's just such a ta- challenge to see people suddenly be thrown into situations where they're seeing themselves on camera or hearing their recorded voices. And I know from my experience with my clients, it can be such a jarring and unsettling experience. One professor wrote, sincere apologies to my students who are now burdened with listening to the horror that is my pre-recorded voice, thoughts and prayers in these dark times, hashtag WFH. I'm also seeing lots of pictures and references to The Shining, so I think people are anticipating that working from home might invoke more than just uh, failures, but also some more drastic measures. Okay, one last one, even though this one's deliberate. So this guy uh, has a photograph of himself in front of an enormous, huge, huge pile of toilet paper And he says, forgot to put up my hashtag WFH custom background. Now they know. That's it, everybody. You've made it through another episode of Dear Discreet Guide, Trouble at Work. In keeping with the new year, we'll be changing our format somewhat as the show has evolved. We'll continue to address work-related problems, but in our second year, we'll be going beyond just an advice show to talk about work trends, labor laws, economics, interesting companies, as well as pranks, bad bosses, and more screw-ups at work. If you have a question about a work-related issue or a comment about the show, please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us through the website discreetguide.com. That's D-I-S-C-R-E-E-T. And at that website, you can also sign up for The Pergola, a digital publication that comes out every other month, and get information about training programs, books, consulting sessions, articles, jokes, and resources, all for us to work better together. Thank you for joining my quest to improve our workplaces. And thanks for listening. New shows will be available every Tuesday and sometimes Friday. Tune in so you can hear more about trouble at work.